Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Mm, got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Grateful for it. Comes with a huge amount of responsibility. I didn't really know I was going to have to be this responsible. You know, um, can I share something with y'all? I started out um, to finally I had gotten on track and was able to see a way to even... Uh, pursue my dream it has been a long a long trip that i've been on and i've gone through so many phases of it 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 is rewarding along the way to accomplish your dreams what i'm saying is this let, let me 
let me put it together because I got so much running through my head right now. You know, it's it's one thing to accomplish your dream, but there's joy in the process of achieving it. See, some people are so caught up in the goal, the final goal, that they find no joy, no enjoyment in the process. If you have found what it is you want to do and you strike out on that journey, please understand you are far more blessed than the average person. Do you understand that? To know what it is you really want to do to find your work in life, your purpose, to find out what direction you want to go in is such a blessing. The average person, if you sit down and talk to them, oftentimes don't have their life on track. And it'd be some people that you look at that you think got it going on because of their appearance, their swagger. Oh, they walk like it. They talk like it. They look like it. But if you sit down and talk to the average person, the average person, man, does not know what their purpose is, has not discovered what they want to do, and have no idea how to get there. If you are on the other side of that, if you understand your purpose, if you have an idea of what you want to be, and you are on your way there, you are truly blessed. And in that blessing, you must recognize it as a blessing. You must recognize the fact that you are, you are on the right side and that there should be a sense of accomplishment and a feeling of pride in you that you are on track to accomplish your goal. See, what used to happen was sometimes I used to keep my nose so on the grindstone that I wouldn't even look up and realize, man, hey, man, I know you're trying to get here, but Steve, hold on, man. Can't you see what you've done so far? Can't you find just some joy in the process? See, a lot of us lose the joy of the blessings God has given us because we're looking at the end, talking about I ain't there yet. you on your way. I'm going to give you an example. I had a friend who told me that they wanted to be a millionaire, and they asked me some questions, and I told them. So they started the process. And I am telling you, this dude works extremely hard. So about a year later, we were talking. He had found this business. He had uh, set his goal, and he was working towards it. Then about two years later, I ran up into him again. We were talking about it and everything. He said, man, I really, really appreciate the advice. He said, Man, but this is this is it's all jacked up, man, because I still ain't made that million I was talking about. I said, Well, hey man, just just keep at it. It's coming. He said, Man, keep at it. Man, you know how long I've been doing this? And and I, I got quiet because yeah, I know exactly how long you've been doing. Been two years now. And I didn't say that to him, but I said to myself, Yeah, two years. He said, Man, I've been grinding so long, man, it just it ain't happening for me. I said, wait a minute, man. Hold hold on. Hold on. I said, about how much you making right now a year? Man, about 250000 I, I I quit breathing. I said, well, my man, two years ago, <laughs> you didn't have a clue. Two years later, you making a quarter of a million dollars? I said, man, 
do you understand how blessed you are? I said, man, your family was about to get put out two years ago. You done bought a house? Yeah, man, but this ain't the house I really want. Whoa, 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 partner. Whoa, I got that. I got that. House you really want, Mike? Mike call five, eight million. I don't know. But, man, y'all got a house. You making the payments. You driving. You ain't out no more. I said, hold on, man. You got to stop. I said, you got to stop. I said, man, because right now, man, you, you coming across as real ungrateful to me. So I know God who has done all this for you. Got to be looking at you with his arms folded. But then he God, so he probably handling it all together different. I was just speculating with it. And so he said, man, why you tripping like that, man? Man, you act like don't nobody want to have nothing but you. I said, whoa, man, where you going with this conversation? I said, oh, I didn't come to you. I just came to you and asked you how you doing. And I'm trying to point out to you that the journey that you started on, that you are on your way and you are in the process of accomplishing your goals and can you not feel some joy and some pleasure in your accomplishment? Quit tripping on the fact that you ain't made a million yet. You on your way. You done went from, your, he thought this dude was making $15,000 a year. You making quarter of a million dollars in two years, man. Come on, man. Can't you see? Can't you see? So he said eventually, ah, man, I kind of see what you're saying, but that ain't about nothing to me because I not ran up into him a year and a half later. How you doing, man? Man, I sure wish I'd appreciated my life when I had it like that. I said, what you mean had it like that? Man, I just fell on some hard times, man. I'm right back where I was. And then we talked. I said, hey, man, don't worry about it. I said, once you know how to accomplish something, I said, you just reapply the same principles and start on over again. Man, you know how hard it is to be to start over? Okay, my man, hold up, partner. You finna do yourself like this again? First, you wasn't grateful for what you had. Now you're looking at the fact that you might have to start over, and you know how hard it is to start over. But you have the knowledge, the principles, and you got a little bit of money to go on and get it going again. I said, man, don't keep doing this to yourself. I said, man, you ain't grateful no matter what God do for you. So what you need to do, partner, stop, reassess yourself. The fact that you were not grateful in the first place, could that be the reason where, you know, man, maybe I'm not calling it because I ain't God. I do not know how he think, nor do I claim to know. But let's just imagine for a moment, let's just say maybe for a moment, maybe God said, Okay, you ain't happy with this? Okay, then handle it your way. You obviously ain't happy with the way I'm bringing it into your life. You want to handle it your way, go ahead and handle it. Because he will let you have it your way. Can I tell you that? He will let you do it exactly the way you want to it because he gives us all the power of choice. So then maybe he said, okay, you don't appreciate the way I'm doing it. You don't like the favor I'm showing you. You think it's taking too long. I'm going to let you do it your way. I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm just going to let you do it your way. Just just say maybe he said that. And now he right back where he was. So what I tried to get the young cat to understand was, man, appreciate your life for what it is. Because like um, Life Jennings got that song that he got out off this album, Still I Still Believe. It could have been worse. And now that it is worse, what's on your mind now? Folks. If you are on that side of life where you have figured out what you want to do, you know how you're going to get there and you know your purpose, you're accomplishing what the majority of people never, ever do. So be grateful for your process. Don't tumble yourself. Don't throw yourself off the cliff. It's going to be all right. Success takes a measure of time. It is not easy. If success were easy, 
everybody would be successful. All right, y'all. I'm sorry this morning if I sounded a little all over the place and a little jumbled, but that's how it came to me. So, you know, uh, y'all keep your head up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals, creatures, insects, birds, fowl, lizards, mammals, sea creatures, jellyfish, donkeys, pilgrims. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's up with you, Carla? Hey, Steve. What's up, crew? What's happening? Nothing with a pill. What's up, little pill? What's happening, up? Ain't nothing with it. What's up with you? All right. Tommy Tom. Big doggy dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh. Welcome back, what? you guys. No, yeah. thank y'all mm-hmm. uh, for yesterday. I needed that. Um, we are here for I you. Just, this, it's just been yeah. a lot, man. Just, you know. You know, they say pressure bust a pipe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes okay. you just got to set your pipe down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mess around and bust. That's how you fix the <laughs> Yeah, I'll fix that. I'll just put my set damn pipe, pipe down. down. <laughs> yeah. It's the new revelation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Set your pipe set down. Set your pipe down, dog. You running too hard. So oh, that's mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody. So I heard y'all had a good time. Yeah, we appreciate you, too. Mm-hmm. We have fun. Yeah. We had fun yesterday. Any yeah. questions for me? Anybody want to know anything? Anything bothering you? Anybody? Well, what uh, did you do yesterday? Since you didn't burst yeah. in your back. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the question you want to ask. No, I don't know what that's... I don't, I don't know why she all up in that one. <laughs> you said mm. questions. You didn't qualify. Well, yeah. well, have you started preparing for the vacation yet? No, the countdown begins now. It would it started on April one, but I had this weekend with a bunch of frat brothers. And I didn't start counting down because I was just trying to survive the weekend. <laughs> counting down to. I what hadn't time? been up. I've been up three thirty a.m. every morning. <gasps> up, but I found out something, man. I'm in. I'm in pretty good shape. I didn't know it because I was in a room full of old ass men sleep. Won't <laughs> oh, nobody go. To- Dog, I was waking people up to get out my damn room. <laughs> One dude told me who ain't we ain't really all that tight. Man, just go on in there, man. I lock up when I leave. No, partner. No, that ain't how this works, work, partner. Dog, I don't go to bed with nobody in my damn room. I'm asleep. No. Y'all in here? No, partner, that ain't how that work. Hey, man, you get your ass out. I locks and bolts my doors. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that little sliding patio door, no, I get something to get in between that, too. Mm. And I don't, I don't, I don't, nobody walk in on me when I'm sleeping. I get in this bedroom, I locks that damn door, too. That's the way I go to sleep. Excuse me, don't you have security, sir? No. Oh, I ain't take oh, nobody. Oh. Because oh. I'm with my boy. Oh, okay. You know, I ain't have to worry about that. Yeah. So it was interesting, man. So I went on, I put everybody out, got all right, you know. Dropped that video on them. Oh, that yes, video with you, Sarah. Stepping you was, up. You was, you was, you was getting cues. it, dog. I got to get it to you. I let them. I just let You know, I wasn't going to do it. It gave me life, Steve. And then my son said, Dad, let them have it. Yeah. <laughs> Not let them have it. I said, right, that's what my son said. Steve said, let them have it. You had your dark <laughs> glasses on. Dog, you killed I the game. was you- in Omega Sci-Fi <laughs> mode. <laughs> All right, coming up at 32 after the hour, Inside Something Funny. Do you guys pretend to know information and in conversation sometimes? Yeah, Just yeah. think about that. What? Yeah, we'll find oh. out right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, sometimes we all find ourselves in a conversation, okay? Be it political, scientific, educational, financial, even hip-hop, pop culture-based conversations where we just have no clue, I mean, clueless to what the person is talking uh, about, on. okay? So, <laughs> so guys. That's what Shirley do with sports. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. So do you guys chime in and ask people to to uh, get you up to speed, or do you just uh, nod in agreement like you know, you know, like no, you're in No, I, I actually so, get in the conversation. I wanted do to start really? with you, Steve. Yeah. Yes. I <laughs> go ahead. I go and get in the conversation. Uh-huh. Like, bring up a subject where you know I ain't got nothing, to, I don't know nothing about it. Uh, <laughs> engineering, making uh, a bridge. Oh, man, you know, when uh, me and my father, man, used to work construction. I, you know, I used to work on bridge. Mm. We used oh, to have wow. the cracks in the bridge. Uh-huh. So I knew all about the structural design of a bridge, what called the fractured spaces in it. And and, I just did how, it like that. Yeah. yeah. Did you or your father go to engineering school? I mean, take oh, engineering? No. And, no. <laughs> no, no, I never did. Did he have a, just constru- bridge. a construction yeah. company? or? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. we work for this company, Frank uh-huh. Buddy. Uh-huh. Frank uh-huh. Buddy Contract. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever driven uh-huh. over a bridge? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been on a lot of okay. bridges. That's how we knew how they cracked, you know. <laughs> Structural engineering position is what we would take hold was the uprooted problem that diverted mm-hmm. the situation into a crack mm-hmm. in the yeah, first place. Problem. Well, he sounds good. I, 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 I can't have know what he's talking in. about. Yeah. There's like a board game like this. Go, go ahead, go uh, ahead, go Carl. Ahead. I was going to ask him though, Shirley. So how would you? What, what would you recommend to update a bridge? Well, know, I think updating is a uh, uh, very, like very simple. Like the Golden simple. Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge has been needing update. And repairing, you know, been several earthquakes has weakened the foundation. But I think what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to do a section at a time. I think we're gonna have to break that bridge in half so we can have just one-way traffic going one way. And then once you get the one one uh, lane blocked off, and then you can do the restructure work on the other side, and mm-hmm. then you reinforce it up under with welding beams. And that'll join them back together. And that way, they'll fix that whole thing. I'm you know, do we you, need you more m- gold? You mentioned yeah. earthquakes. Um, yeah. I was wondering, you know, we're out here in L.A. What do you know? A lot of seismologists have been on the news lately, mm-hmm. saying there's a possibility right. that there could be an earthquake Absolutely. coming up soon. Yeah. You you agree with that? Four point seven. A four point hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. How, what what how are you basing that on? Yeah. Because last, last one's four point six. Oh. <laughs> you predict? <laughs> are you a seismologist by any chance? Or you have you know anybody that is? No, I'm a I'm a quakeologist. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know yeah, about the quake? Yeah. After show. Wow. Wow. So far, so good. Yeah. No, go I ahead. Go I ahead. Can't I can't even argue. Anything, just anything. I can, I can get right with it. Yeah. Anything. Houses. Houses. You know a lot about houses. Hell yeah. Being I grew up in a housing project. That, what I said, seismologist. <laughs> I meant seismologist. I said seismologist. See, that's why I said quake. Uh, you said a quake out. Because I knew so. you didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> mm. Okay, I Yeah, go ahead, Tom. Uh, you know, you know anything about designing airplanes? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You mean like the engines and stuff, or inside well, of which the plane, one you the decor? About? Well, let's go big. Yeah. The yeah. Well, let's go big. How, did, how does it fly? Absolutely. Rolls Royce is the number one engine manufacturer of uh, jet planes uh, in the world right now. Now that I believe. No, that's uh-huh. from you. Yeah, okay. that I believe from. Rolls Royce is number one uh, jet manufacturer of engine parts and motors in the world today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so whatever I'm picking out of plane always go Rolls Royce engine. Okay. What, what's the best um, feat to, to get up, um, altitude? Well, you want to fly at least 33,000, but mm. if you're in a uh, more <laughs> substantial plane, you can get up to 49,000, which then, at wow. that point, what? you can see the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. I cannot argue this. I this guess so. You're up, there, you up there in heaven almost. Yeah, if you're 49,000 feet in a G5, you can see the curvature of the Earth ahead. Wow. The planet. You can see that the world is round. Wow. Oh, man. So, <laughs> no, there, and that's a fact. Too. Is it, it really is. Uh, well, I can't uh, argue with you because I have no idea. I know about the 33,000 altitude. Yeah. Yeah, 33,000. Go ahead. Anybody yeah. else will need anything. <laughs> what do you about. think about these people speaking of that thing? You're talking about the world and Earth and planet. What, about, what do you think about these people that are now saying that Earth is flat? They're coming out saying that. Oh, well, they saying that because they ain't never been up 49,000 feet. <laughs> what Kyrie Irving saying? Because, see, all they've been on is Delta. Mm. <laughs> and Delta don't do 49,000 feet. <laughs> well, you got to get on something else here, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Most people talking about the world is flat because that's sheer ignorance. <laughs> that's sheer ignorance. Yeah. If the world is flat, how come China over there? <laughs> It ain't next door. We ought to be able to see China if it was flat. I, I like to think about that. Huh? Or you can drive over there to it. Yeah. Right. What are the two? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you, uh... See, if the world was you flat, know? you wouldn't have to worry about it. It wouldn't have to be no time zone change. Because it's going to get half the world would be light at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're dropping knowledge. Mm-hmm. Wait you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he knows about But because this, it's tilted in its own sphere and it rotates, mm-hmm. you'll never get that. Quarter right. of the world is always different from the other three, four. But I do like okay. daylight savings time, though. Yeah, well, they, well, they're not going to do that anymore. They're going to cut that out. I hope so. Because farming ain't what it used to be in the United States of America. They don't do daylight savings no way else but over here. <laughs> Let's review. So you know about bridges. No, everything about damn Jets. Earthquakes. Earthquakes. Yeah. Time zones. Yeah. See, that's why I just get with anybody. Yeah. One, one more. Real quick. Anything. Come Something on, heavy. Global well, warming. Global warming. It's happening. <laughs> I don't give a damn what Donald that is Trump true. Said. It's happening. And it ain't got nothing to do with the cold weather like his stupid ass thing. <laughs> nothing at all. Mm. Global warming is real. It's melting the glaciers at an uncommonly rapid pace, thus producing more weather changes globally because the moisture is now condensation is forming in cloud formation mm. and giving us erratic weather in places that we wouldn't normally have it. Thus, global warming is real, and the glaciers are decreasing at 0.7 inches per seven inches every six months. This boy's a genius. You've been, yeah, you've been reading. He's a what, Tommy? I watch watch National National Geographic. Did you? Your nephew. (laughs) And I'm not a weatherman. Coming up next, more fun with the nephew. Run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Nipsey Hussle Intersection renamed, has been renamed, and today is Nipsey Hussle's Celebration of Life Memorial Service. Also in other entertainment news, Michael Jackson is the tie turning, but right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Me! Me and my Oh, <laughs> oh my he, bad. He, he was in for you yesterday. He, I, I'm sorry. Uh huh. Yesterday. I was. <laughs> my bad. Though. Me and my Jesus. That's what it is. Me and my Jesus. Go ahead. Let me hear you say it. Me and my Jesus. <laughs> uh, me and my Jesus. Run it, cat. 
Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach your sister. This is she. Uh, how you doing? I, I'm giving you a call on behalf of uh, Baptist Church. You you are a member there, am I right? Yes, I am. Okay. Listen, um, I'm calling you. They they uh, Some of the members have gotten together and had a meeting and mm-hmm. wanted me to give you a call. Have, uh, it, it seems that uh, a lot of them are complaining about Sunday services that go on and wanted for me to give you a call on their behalf so that we can see if we can address the problem and talk to you diligently as possible and try to get the problem rectified. What, what's going on? Well, it seems like that um, a lot of uh, of members are complaining. I'm sorry, and what is your name again? Uh, my name is ma'am. Uh, I'm not actually a member of the church. I've just been the one that they've been asked to give you a call and, and try to talk on the members' behalf so maybe we can get this problem rectified that you that they have uh, as far as you are concerned. Now, okay, go ahead. Well, I'm just trying to see what this is in regards to. Go ahead. Well, it, it seems like the members of the church are complaining about that you're doing too much shouting at church on Sunday, and it seems to be going on every Sunday. You're running up and down the aisle, and you're shouting all over the place. And it's oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Me, I, I've been singled out. About my shouting? Is that what you're saying? Well, evidently it's distracting, ma'am. You're distracting everyone from getting the word and listening to the word and being involved in the service. And that's the purpose of the call is to see if we can get you to tone it down some. Okay, so the whole church is complaining about me shouting the way people run up and down their mouths every Sunday and almost turning cartwheels and flips, and they singling me out complaining about me? Well, ma'am. I don't know how it is that you can see everybody else doing cartwheels when you're the ones that, that they say is the one that's doing them. You okay, don't... well, how am, I, how am I being singled out? Ma'am, all I'm saying is, is that they're saying that you're doing too much shouting and too much running at this church. Now, I, I'm just the messenger. Okay, well, well they, they can't tell me how to shout. They don't. They can't tell me what's going on in my life, what's going to keep me from praising God. I, and I, now, they, I mean, they could just they they can go somewhere else with that, but they are not gonna tell me that I can't praise my God. They don't know how good God has been to me. I, and and you know what? I understand that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But it's becoming a distraction. I mean, they they was at the point last night talking about should we put some seat belts on the pews so so you can stay down. I wish they would put some seat. But how are they gonna tell people they can't shout in church and praise God? What what do we come to church for? Well, you do come to us. They need to be trying to praise God and get their own shot on and stop looking at me and worrying about what I'm doing. We're going to need you to quit running up and down these aisles and doing what you're doing. I'm sorry, sir. You know, I'm I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying my best. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Sir, that's not happening. You can't tell me I got to stop shouting. Okay, ma'am, but let me ask you something. Are you running now? Aren't you just standing still talking? No, because I don't have to run right now. Okay, I... What I'm trying to get you if to do. I feel like if I want to run up and down this street right now, I can run up and down this street and praise God. But they're not going to tell me to stop shouting at church. Can we get you to be a little bit more reserved as what we are? See, ma'am, let me ask, let me go ahead and go further on what they do. I, I, I move how the spirit moves. Okay, well, let me move and tell you what they've told me. Now, go ahead. If, what, if, what they told you. if we can't get to the point where you can, you know, tone it down, then we may have to ask you to leave. I just well, let them ask me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You ma'am. let them ask me, why would they want me to leave the church? Be, I've been at that church for 15 years. I'm not leaving the church. I'm going to run up and down I'm the, not gonna, around the church. I'm, I may even turn me some flips where I'm not I feel like it. Now, 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 now listen. That's, I, that, that's all I'm Okay, go ahead. 
go ahead. I'm going to be there. I'm going to... I am going to be there on Sunday, ma'am, and I have been the person that's been appointed to make sure that you're not running up and down these aisles and shouting like this. You're going to have to keep yourself reserved so people can hear the word of God. You are standing in people's word. That's what you're doing. You're in the way of... If they come trying to send me down, I'm going to give them a word and they ain't going to be a God. So, Unless you put that hands up on me here. Now listen. Say, I'm telling you that now. You, you, you could say, I haven't been in that church 15 years. If I want to run, dance, shout, jump, scream, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. And ain't nobody going to stop me. You're going to have to stop this. This past Sunday was your last Sunday doing it. And you're watch not going to do it this Sunday. I, well, like I said, just why let and I'm telling you, you can tell the urchins, the deacon boys, the deaconess, the minister's wives, or whoever else you want to tell. Let them put their hands on me and see if I don't swing on them. I'm going to come right about the spirit and swing on them. I'm telling no, you that no. now. Because, see, sir, you done really pushed me there. I done tried. I done tried my Well, let me ask you this here. Where, where I is... done tried to show that I'm saved and delivered, but you make it, you, you making me revert back to my own ways. And you... You really finna me off. That's what you finna do. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Where is the God at right now in you? Where is the one that's... The God was in me when I was trying to be calm with you at first to tell you don't be calling me with this foolishness. But now you done made the other side of me raise up. Well, you done raised it up in... You done raised it up in me, too. Guess what? Come Sunday, you gonna sit your ass in that pew, and you ain't gonna... Talking to Pastor myself and letting him know about this situation. You don't talk. You don't. We can call Pastor right now. We can get Pastor on freeway. You don't talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I done been at this church 15 years. Like I said, I'm telling you, oh, Jesus. Oh, you you finna, oh, Jesus. Now, see, just like this here, you see how you calling on him and you standing. Yeah, because I'm calling on him to keep me from just really going and cuss you out right now because you done really hit my nerve. I got one more thing I need to say to you, lady. You know what? You better say it real quick because you finna talk to this operator. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got (laughs) pranked by your girl. You know, oh, see, you know what? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm a kid in her butt. Okay. I got one more thing, baby. Let me ask you something. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> me and my Jesus. Home run hitter. Hey, man, you can't tell that woman how to praise her. Come on, man. Get a prank or something. I don't hear enough. Where's Harvey? Where's Carla? Where's Shirley? I'm not getting enough right now. Hello? Get a prank or something. We're giving you some. Let me handle it. You're the greatest ever lived. Thank you. Sometimes, Tommy, your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. That's true. All right, listen, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Thank you, nephew. We'll come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. 
They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. The intersection where Nipsey Hussle opened his marathon clothing store will be named after him. South Los Angeles City Councilman Marquise Harris Dawson announced that the intersection of Crenshaw Boulevard and West Slauson Avenue will be renamed uh, Ermias Nipsey Hussle Ashadam Square. Uh, Mr. Harris Dawson said Ermias Ashadam, known as Nipsey Hussle, was an icon and West Coast hero, Nipsey's genuine nature allowed him to be a light to everyone he interacted with, from family, friends, fans, and his larger community. Nipsey will always be remembered for delivering a pure, authentic Los Angeles sound, his numerous philanthropic, uh, philanthropic efforts, uh, his innovative community-focused business mindset, and his humble heart. Wow. Nice. That's, That's big. Great. That's, That's big. Yeah, and that happened very quickly, That's huh? That's great. Really you know quickly. what? And yeah. I'm just going to really have to be really honest. I did not really, really get the gravity and understand the magnitude of what this young man had accomplished and done. I just didn't because no. I, did, I didn't know him personally. Neither did you I, know, Steve. But a lot I just, of people didn't know, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah, I didn't know. It came out, you know, what he was doing in the community. That's why it was so heartfelt after, you know, people started talking about what he was doing and people started realizing what this man contributed to the community. Then that's when everyone was like, wow, well, let me take another look and see who he really was. He was really really something. A lot of people just did not know. They didn't know. No, he's powerful, man. And I didn't, I was just listening to, when I did D.O. Hughley's show, I was listening to his daughter do this thing that she calls millennial moment mm-hmm. 
and she mm. was talking about his music and what he was saying. Right. And I just didn't know, you know. And I, I was just... listening to my son talk about it mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. best friends. You know, he's 27, 26 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I didn't know this cat was that, man. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the principle of, of some uh, butt walking up to a man and taking his life away and not even understanding what you've done, yeah. what you've done, and over what? Mm-hmm. See, over Jesus. what, man? Yeah. Do you understand the magnitude that you've done and over what, man? And that's why, uh, you know, not to change it, but that's why this mentoring program is so important because we've got to get young men, got to get them mentally tracking right mm-hmm. so that they can start thinking of life beyond today. Mm-hmm. And start realizing that mistakes you mistakes and, and, and things that you today can have a profound effect on life for yourself and as well as others. Yeah. You can't yeah. just live in the moment all the time. Right. There's a future right. to this thing. Now this yeah. young man that killed his brother. Whoa, man. Who Do had you, children and family and man. a uh, mm. fiance. I mean, just wow. But you know, a even whole community. you yes. know what? Yeah. And on and besides that. Did he ever think for one minute what was going to happen to himself That's what I keep saying. after he did this? Right. Yeah. You could not have thought this out at mm-hmm. all because if you would have known, if you would have thought this out for just a brief moment, mm-hmm. that's why, man, we got to quit loving drugs so much, man, if it's going to have you out here thinking where you out, you incapacitated and you out yourself. And I'm not saying he was that. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out here making decisions under the influence. We got to start thinking, man. Yeah. And 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 now your life, okay? You done took his, but he can't ever come back. But it's now final. you, you got a mother and a family somewhere, yeah. and they going wow. And now what you've done is now they suffering cause of you. Yeah. All right, um, guys, uh, it's time to move on. Now we're going to go to headlines, Steve. Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Lawmakers from the House of Representatives are demanding Donald Trump's tax returns from the IRS. The deadline was yesterday, but still no tax documents showed up. Meanwhile, the president continues making the same argument about them, which is, I'm still being audited, and who cares anyway? I would love to give them, but I'm not going to do it while I'm under audit. It's very simple. Remember, I got elected last time, the same exact issue, with the same intensity, which wasn't very much. Because, frankly, the people don't care. Meanwhile, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin tells lawmakers his department will follow the law and continue to review the House request for the documents. Democrats lashing out at comments made by Senate budget to the Senate Budget Committee yesterday by Attorney General William Barr. Now, Barr told legislators that he thinks there was some spying on Donald Trump's presidential campaign and suggested there might have been something funny about the original reason for Robert Mueller's Russian meddling probe. However, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi thinks there may be something a little funny about the way the Attorney General's been acting. I I do believe Special Counsel Mueller is a person to be respected. It remains to be seen what his report is. When we see it, we can make a judgment. I'm very concerned about the statements made by Attorney General Barr. I think that they undermine our Constitution. Uh, They undermine the role of the Attorney General. He is not the Attorney General of Donald Trump. He is the Attorney General of the United States. 
No real surprise. Looks like Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been re-elected. His main challenger conceded defeat. His Netanyahu's right-wing allies have won a majority of the Knesset. Meanwhile, Netanyahu still faces corruption allegations and possible criminal charges within months. Donald Trump, by the way, wildly popular in Israel. He called Netanyahu to congratulate him on the win. Security expected to be tight for today's memorial service for rapper, businessman, and community activist Nipsey Hussle. A public service being held in Los Angeles is a staple center today after a funeral procession through Hussle's Crenshaw neighborhood. The Staples Center holds 21,000 people, and after complimentary tickets to the memorial went online Tuesday morning, fans snapped them up in under 40 minutes. Sad news. Johnson Publishing, owner of the legendary Ebony and Jet magazines, has filed for bankruptcy. In Ebony and Jet, black Americans could see their community reported on as it really was instead of how it was seen through the eyes of the mainstream U.S. media. Johnson Publishing filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy protection in uh, Chicago yesterday. Officials say the black-owned publishing company was caught, they say, in a, quote, tidal wave of marketplace changes. South Dakota expected to get 30 today inches of Nipsey snow Hustle today. Celebration and finally, of today is National Service Big Center, And there will be an abundance of security. Now back to Steve and the memorial show. service will be You're heavily guarded from multiple agencies and organizations all with the intention of keeping the memorial peaceful and drama-free. Please, people, please, let's keep this peaceful and drama-free today. Security will include members of the LAPD, members of the Nation of Islam, as well as Staples Center personnel. Uh, People will also have to go through metal detectors and undergo bag checks at the entrance. So it is clear they're taking the security pretty seriously. Uh, Nipsey Hussle's memorial service is today at 10 a.m. at the Staples Center. And uh, Steve, Nipsey Hussle's mom, her name is Miss Angelique Smith, um, shared some encouraging words of comfort. Uh, She wanted to comfort the fans and his friends on an online video. Here's some of it. Take a listen. When you live your life and you have God on your side, when God dwells inside of you, you, there is no fear. Everything is in perfect order. Everything is in the divine perfect order of our Creator. I have perfect peace and I have strength and I want to lift you up. Please do not stay down. Do or not stuck. stay stuck. Many of them are stuck. Do not mourn because Nipsey is great. And now he is even greater yes, he is. because he has no bounds and no limits. His energy is everywhere. Wow. That's probably the wow. most uh, powerful thing I've heard a mother say who's lost a son. And out here in L.A., it's a bunch of mothers that lost some sons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they've said some profound things. I think that women are so strong Mm -hmm. to lose a child to violence. But this mother's been saying things like this for a long time. But, you know, it's it's really uh, crazy because I've been reading this uh, book. Not a book, but it's a daily thing called In My Presence. And what it talks about is when you have a real understanding of your relationship with God and how it works, Mm -hmm. that in the midst of controversy and turmoil, you can still find perfect peace. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was talking about, and that's what this woman has. Mm -hmm. And she's found perfect peace in the middle of a controversy and and, 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 and a thunderstorm. And that's an amazing thing, and that's what I'm trying to learn myself more of, Mm -hmm. to just be in his constant will and understand that everything that happens happens in divine order and in a perfect place. And if you're in his arms, you have nothing to worry about. 
Yeah, and that's basically what she was saying. Uh, the family yeah. held their private viewing and their private uh, memorial yesterday. Um, okay, we're going to switch gears here now. Uh, coming up at 34 after the hour, trending sports story, Magic Johnson stepped down as the mm-hmm. Lakers president. Just I want to of- hear what y'all got to say about that, man. Plus, how will the playoffs look without LeBron? Hmm. Uh, okay, uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's trending sports news, Magic Johnson abruptly resigned as the president of the Lakers after the team's first disappointing season with LeBron James. Now, Magic said he wasn't having fun being a team exec and wanted to go back to being a free bird who can't be handcuffed and be able to tweet about NBA players and topics without being fined by the league. Uh, LeBron and some of his Laker teammates decided to party Tuesday night after their season finale loss against Portland. Now, Steve, (laughs) there are uh, LeBron trade rumors. Um, How do you think the NBA playoffs will look without LeBron? I mean, you know, I think they're going to look fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're going to look fine. You got enough players out there. Uh, basketball is not one player. Mm-hmm. One player does not determine this league. Mm-hmm. You look over there in uh, Philly, and you got Joel Embiid. You got that uh, Simmons boy. Mm-hmm. You got Butler over there. You got that other dude that's balling. Then you go up to Boston, <laughs> and then you got Kyrie. And you got Tatum, and this you got them boys. <laughs> you know, Milwaukee. And then, and then you go up there to Milwaukee, and Lord Ooh. have mercy, come that boy, that boy right there, and they balling. They got players. That little boy, uh, that little dude that came out with the Hawks that I thought wasn't gonna be Trae all Young. that hot. Trey Young turned up the flames on their ass. So you're saying <laughs> okay. you won't miss LeBron? Are you saying? Well, that? he left in Cleveland, so in the, I'm saying in the playoffs. I mean, he left right. Cleveland. I told y'all. Yeah. When he you left did. Cleveland, I said the worst place he could go is the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. The worst place he could go. Because now at the Lakers, he'll never see the finals again. Not no, not with this. Houston over there and not with uh uh Golden State. Uh, Golden State. Ever? No. LeBron? I, no, LeBron will not <laughs> see the finals again at this Golden stage State, in his game. <laughs> and 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 with and with the inability of the Lakers, because they hated the Lakers, man. Wow. Everybody, and they're not sending no talent over there to the Lakers. Let me they're ask not you, going. Steve. Wow. Let me ask you a question. Because Magic Johnson, you know, this is interesting. He was a big part of getting LeBron yeah. to the Lakers. You know, this past summer, so. Well. Now he quit. Well. <laughs> and then he quit? You quit? Well. You resign? I mean, you better you better know LeBron <laughs> probably got a little something to say about that. Not he wasn't involved in the firing, but I'm saying you got to be he got to be a little put he put back. You yeah, know. he he was he, did. Oh, yeah, he, quit. he quit. He quit. Tommy, you know, what do you think of it? Tell the truth. Magic quit. You know, uh, there's always a thin line to me with with resigning and quitting. I never know which one he quit. It really is. Yeah, both okay. of them. I know what's the the status. <laughs> yeah, they the exact same. <laughs> right. It's you, you resign and quit is the same. Then you get fired. That's different <laughs> <laughs> to me. It's all the same. Yeah. I think I, resign I, is corporate. Quit right, is good. Right. Oh, right. Okay. And magic quit. <laughs> he wanted to wow. control his own destiny. He quit. So did he quit before 
it, it, you know, before the firing tell, came. He didn't even tell Jeannie Buss. Yeah. I don't think Magic was going to get fired at all. Uh-uh. I think what happened was, I think he saw himself in a bad spot, and there's no way out of it. Because he loves to win. He sees, I don't think he saw a way, just like I didn't see no way of them landing a top free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have enough to get the boy out of Duke to come with Magic next year unless they get the lottery pick from somebody. And Zion. who in the hell is going to trade away the rights With to Zion? Because yeah. Yeah. he's a franchise yeah. potential. He's a potential that LeBron had when he came. Oh, wow. So, you know, I, I just think that he got out. He saw it wasn't going to be nothing. Magic is going to be, I mean, LeBron's going to be hurt. Because, man. I'm a Magic fan. You can. I'm a Magic too. fan, too. Yes, we love him. But Good I think him. just talking trash about sports and business right. and taking outside that that's my boy, yeah. I think mm-hmm. he got out because there's no way to fix this problem in Los Angeles. Wow. You pissed yeah. off all the young talent when you was going to trade all eight of them for <laughs> Anthony Davis. <laughs> Once you made that list now. Oh, God. All right, up next, the nephew's in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my husband and I were being filmed. Mm. Uh-oh. Yeah, but right now, mm. yeah, you heard it. Uh, but right now, <laughs> but right now, the nephew is in the building with today. I don't want to see just anybody being filmed. Uh-uh. I don't want to see uh-uh. that. Right now, you don't know who these people are. These ain't porn stars. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> Wait till you hear this letter. Yeah. Next door neighbors. Yeah. No, they ain't finna be in shape now. <laughs> right now, nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Go big or go home. Mm. You heard that before, right? How many times have you heard go big? A lot. Or go home. I've heard, he... I've heard too big, I'm going home. <laughs> oh, have oh, you now? All right, <laughs> man, but you're saying, man. Go big or go home. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Darnell. Darnell, let's see, who is this? Darnell, how you doing? This is Scott with Bigger, uh, Bigger and Better, uh, where we make you large and in charge. How you doing today? Scott who? My name is Scott and I'm with uh, Bigger and Better, where we make you large and in charge. I'm good, Scott. What's up? We were actually uh, given a, a phone call by your wife. Your wife is, is, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, your wife's um, your wife's birthday is coming up pretty soon. Is that right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's um, a couple weeks. Yeah. It's coming up. Okay. Have you have you decided on getting her anything, or have you purchased anything yet? No, no, I got a couple of things in mind. Um, well, actually, uh, we got a call from uh, from. I think um, we've got something that's gonna that's gonna really uh, help you guys, and and something I think that um, she wanted to recommend. That's something that you probably wouldn't wouldn't think about getting. All right, well, I'm out of Okay, I've been racking my uh, brain, so I'm out of Actually, uh, gave us a call. She's actually had an idea you know, what she would really, really like for her birthday present. So what's the name of your company again? Bigger and Better. Um, uh, like I said, I, hold on, hold on. She called you. I'm sorry? She called you. 
to give me an idea on what I should get her for her birthday? Uh, yeah. Well, this is this is something that's a little. Uh, a little different, and it's something that you probably would never in a million years think of. But here at Bigger and Better, where we make you large and in charge, we actually do some things that we definitely know you wouldn't have thought of. So I, I, I definitely understand her giving Sam, up the call. Sam, what's your name? What's your name again? Sam. No, Sam. Scott. Scott. Get, Scott, get to the point. What, what, what you selling? Uh, actually, let us know that there's some things that that are really, really lacking between you guys, and she would. Very much like for her birthday, where you can be a, a lot more well endowed. So you know that's what we do here at Bigger and Better. What? We actually, um, hello. What? I could be more what? More well, well endowed. endowed, sir. So I think really what's going on is Bianca's really not satisfied right now. And she call you to tell you that I'm not. What do you mean well endowed? My junk, sir. So you're 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 inadequate. You know what I mean? You're you're um. Uh, I guess maybe maybe very impotent. I'm not sure, but are you kidding me? With this, what's the name of this company again? Uh, bigger and better, where we make you large and in charge. And right now, you know, you're not you're not large and in charge, and we want to get you to that. Are you able to come in for a consultation? A consultation. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna call her right now because this is a right now. Okay, I'm gonna call her. Well, and, um, well, we're, trying, really well we're trying to do. First of all, let me say this. Do you not do you not think you need to come in? I don't even think I need to be, be, be talking to you, Mr. Scott, about okay, well, whatever sir, is sir, going on this, in my this, bedroom. I'm king, so I, I, I'm not even. I'm not even. I don't even know what the going on. With okay, whatever sir, your can I say this? Selling, whatever this services you first, need for me, that's going to increase me in the bedroom. This is the first sign of denial, right? Here. I don't have no denial. I don't have no problems in the bedroom. Okay, well, you, uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm, so I, I don't even. Why am I even still on the phone with you? Okay, but sir. I mean, you, you, her, you, and, and you, I, a, you ain't got to worry about hearing from her. If she's got some kind of account with you, then she, you ain't got. You go ahead and close that out. Okay, okay Mr. Darnell. Let me say this: you, you have a you have a very big ego, sir. But what I want to do is, is you know, but you're not you're not as big as your ego. I want to get you to that point. This is some crazy. I've heard some crazy things people sell online, but you're gonna call me talk about my wife called you and saying that I'm inadequate in the bedroom. Sir, you know what? And 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 once again, I'm trying. I know you're just doing your job, Scott. But I'm gonna have to call her right now. Okay. okay. So we, sir, don't don't worry. Who's my you're number, in, Scott? Don't call denial, me no. Okay. You're in denial. I'm in denial. You. Hello, sir. I really want to help you as much as I can. Listen, man. Listen. I'm trying to get my wife on the phone right now. Okay. okay. I know you. You got a job to do. But what I need you to do right now is stop calling me all right i'm trying i'm trying to be nice to you because i'm sure whatever it is she t she called you and you're just doing your job okay, right? but sir, i'm that. trying to get you in here to get a consultation so we can get you further along than where you a are consultation a consultation i don't need no consultation i don't need no assistance from you Scott. okay sir you're don't you're call me no more man hey you're small and no. i want to make you bigger you want to make me bigger which what what is this anyway you bigger huh what kind of job is that how you even get a job like that? You applied for this job? You idiot? Were you a high school dropout? I'm trying to get you in. You stop calling me, man. Mr. Darnell, I'm still trying to help you get through this situation, okay? Are you willing to come in for a consultation? At least we're coming in for a consultation. We can get you, you further along than where you are. Are you listening to me? The only consultation we're going to have is my fist in your face if you call me again. I'll tell you what, I will come in for a consultation. Give me, give me your address. 
and everything like that, all your information, and I will come down for a consultation. You gonna be there? I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm here the first uh, eight hours of the day, sir. What I want to do is get you lined up and get your procedure. Let me call. Work, let me call my wife. You. I don't need no damn procedure. Give me your info, and you don't have to worry about hearing from us no more. Okay. But right now, I need sure. you to get off. I, I'm, I don't want to hang up on you. I, I understand you're trying to do your job. Mr. Darnell, I, I, you're small. You're small. I'm and small? I'm trying to make you bigger, Man, sir. Man, you. Hey, sir, you know what? You I'm trying to help you. Calling. You're I'm the person that's a little small guy. I'm trying to help you with your problem. Now, if you're not going to be appreciative of it, then I don't even understand why your wife knows you're Give having a problem. Give me your address, so why would you... and we can have this conversation face-to-face. -face. You don't know what the Then why would your, your wife minute? call here, sir? It doesn't matter. If I can get on the line, I can figure out why she calls you. Because you're inadequate, man. Hey, sir, man. sir. Here's the problem. You're tiny and you don't want to admit I'm it. Tiny? Let me get you. You don't know me, man. You've never seen me. You don't know anything about me. I, mean, I, I can't even believe my wife would even call you with this. This is this is how you do business. You gonna call me and call me up tiny, sir. Sir, I'm let me tiny. explain something to you. I'm not only the president, but I'm also a client, sir. I don't give a what you are. Okay. Okay. Then there are some other things that let us know as well. What the f would that be? She also wanted me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife just prank phone called you back. Man, that <laughs> ain't funny, man. I'm all here over here looking at my in the mirror. Yeah, it's kind of great time for her. I thought I was good, but I got a little nervous. There. I was like, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, now you know it's a Steve Harvey radio show, man. <laughs> you know, everybody can't be beat, you know what I'm saying? Tommy. Huh? Tommy, listen to me. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you think that was too far? No, no, I don't think it's too far. I think somebody going to hurt you. <laughs> well, you. I mean, you know, don't get mad at me because you ain't big. If you ain't big, you ain't big. Go get yourself bigger. You can go. You can get bigger now. They got all kinds of stuff out there. You can be bigger. What? <laughs> you can be bigger. So you ain't got no security with you when you out here in public? Nobody? No. I bet, no. He, I bet he end up getting security for 2019 go out. Because <laughs> you know he kind of cheap. Tommy don't like spending money. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. But I can promise you he going to have to take 15% of his income <laughs> and hire somebody, man. Around the clock, too, right? Oh, uh -huh. he going to have to do something to his gate, all that. The chateau, baby. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, uh, thank you, nephew, for that. <laughs> Up next that. is the that. strawberry lettered subject. My husband and I were being filmed. Uh, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit. Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple. We could be reading your Strawberry Letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband and I were being filmed. Hmm. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I are in our early 30s, and my best friend asked us to house sit for her and her husband while they were out of the country for a month. They have a very nice beach house. So we jumped at the opportunity. Everything was going great and we loved it there right until the third week when a mutual friend of ours called me with some crazy news. The mutual friend said she had talked to the owners of the house 
and found out that there were hidden cameras all over the house. I knew that the homeowners are in some sort of an open marriage and they often had threesomes and like to watch others have sex, but I had no idea that they would have cameras all around the house that my husband and I were staying in. Uh, I found out that the homeowners have several videos of my husband and I having sex all over their house. When I called them, they admitted it and said it was no big deal. They said they really love the videos and they are for their personal use only, and they will never share them with anyone else. I cursed them both out. They said that if my husband and I had the nerve to have sex all over their house, then we had no right to be upset for being filmed. She said it's their house, so they have the right to keep the videos. I asked our mutual friends, and they agreed that my husband and I should not be upset at all. This has ruined a lot of my friendships. Do you think the homeowners are wrong or are my husband and I to blame for this? What should we do? Please advise. Damn. I, I don't think I, I don't think your husband, you and your husband are wrong at all. I mean, they asked you to house sit while they were out of town. This is your best friend. Um, I, I think the homeowners are absolutely wrong. They should have told you guys. They should have told you guys in no uncertain terms. You know, watch yourselves because we do have camera equipment uh, in the house. Um, this is spying. This is invading someone's privacy and your right to privacy. Isn't this illegal? I thought that was illegal. Yeah, this. I think this is illegal. You may have a court case. You may be able to sue them to at least get your tapes back. Yeah, they, they should have told you. Uh, you know, especially if they're using the film for uh, their own sexual gratification. And just because they have open open marriage doesn't mean everybody else does. And uh, I think they tricked you guys. I think um, I think you have a case. This is really uh, an invasion of privacy. And you all did it all over their house. Wow. <laughs> wow. Slow down next time. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I get maybe it's the lure of the beach house and all of that. Uh, you said you jumped at the opportunity, but yeah. They're, they're wrong, and, uh, you know, if they don't give you the tapes back, you might have to sue them to get it back. Steve? Well, amazing how I don't see that, Shirley. <laughs> First of all, y'all, in your early 30s, your best friend asked y'all to house it for her and her husband while they out the country for a month. Mm-hmm. Now, beach houses normally ain't in high-crime districts. Not normally. I don't know what state this is in, but they asked you to house sit for a month. Mm -hmm. Why they ask y'all? Why why they ask y'all? Best friends. Them can't be their only best friends, based on what I read in the letter. (laughs) Because I'm sure they done swung with some more friendly people than them. Okay, so I am I, I ain't buying it today. They, they they best friend. No, 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 no. They best friends is really over there clowning. They swing. <laughs> so you jumped at the opportunity. Everything was going great. We loved it. Right until the third week, when a mutual friend of ours called me. Now, mutual friend means they friends with the wild couple too. Right. They're all friends. Yeah. So now they called you. With some crazy news. This mutual friend said she had talked to the owners of the house and found out that there were hidden cameras 
all over the place. Now, here where it get kind of crazy to me. I knew that the homeowners are in some sort of an open marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait a minute, hold on. Y'all best friends, remember? Mm-hmm. Y'all best friends. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't you ain't think you knew this. I knew. She said, I knew that the homeowners are in sort of a, so open marriage, and they often, often had threesomes and like to watch others have sex. Now, you at somebody's house, and you know all about this right here. You know all about it. But I had no idea they would have cameras all around the house. You just said they like to watch. Well, what you watch that don't, and that don't involve a camera? I like watching TV. Guess what's involved? Cameras. <laughs> I like watching Netflix. Guess what's on Netflix? Bunch of damn cameras. She, yeah. she couldn't have meant live. Watch them live. Do it live. If you like watching somebody live, you ain't going to record it. Hello? Porn is big. Who you know like watching other people have sex but ain't going to record it? Mm. What? That uh, that's You're not being a thinking person. But I had no idea they had cameras all around the house that my husband and I were staying in. Well, what, what, house, where you, what house you think they had the cameras in? <laughs> if it wasn't the one y'all staying in. They ain't got but one. It's down there at the beach. And you know they often have threesomes and they enjoy sex with threesomes and they watch each other. Where, where, where is the shock at? <laughs> I found that the homeowners had several videos of my husband and I having sex all over their house. Oh, y'all just down at the beach house clown. Yeah. Y'all are all out on the porch. Everywhere. All down there at the foot of the steps in the sand. <laughs> Y'all all up in here got sand all in the living room floor. You on the steps. They got all of it. You in his office on his desk. You just in here clowning. You on the kitchen table. You done raked all the cups and dishes on the damn floor. Wow. You done opened up the refrigerator and set her ass on the same shelf that the ham is on. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, y'all just in here clowning. <laughs> Well, y'all back there now. on the washing machine. You done cut that machine on on on, on, on spin cycle, and y'all just in there just humming y'all self happy. <laughs> All right, hang on, Steve. Hang on. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what she said when she called. We'll we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter: My husband and I were being filmed. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter and get part two of your response. This little couple in the house said a beach house for one of their friends that they know is in some kind of open marriage and they have threesomes all the time, often, and they watch, enjoy watching other people have sex. Then a mutual friend called her and told her (laughs) that they told them that they got hidden cameras all over their house. Well, found out that homeowners had several videos of her husband and her having sex all over their house. They was at the foot of the steps down there where, where the stands touched the sand. Uh-huh. They started down there. Then they were under the porch. They got some cameras down there, too. They was under, <laughs> under the, porch. the porch. Yeah, just listening to waves. <laughs> then they came upstairs and fell all in that bay window. Now they just on the couch all in the floor. 
one leg up on the coffee table and kicked all the mints off the damn coffee table. They just in a climb. Yeah. But in the refrigerator? Yeah, though? they done raked all the dishes off the table, just breaking. They're just breaking. Now, the people that's watching all this on the video is tallying up an invoice because you got to pay for all this stuff right here. Now, you know, the refrigerator moved the ham out the way and put her ass on the same shelf that the ham is on. You just in here just having fun. And you in the laundry room yeah. with it on right, spin right. cycle and everybody in there happy. Then you called them, and they admitted and said it was no big deal. They said they really love the videos, and they are for their personal use only. Now, this is a setup to get you high. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like what we did, girl, the way he did this, and then the way what you did to him? Girl, we like that. Oh, you were so hot. Oh, well, I think you. Too. It's the trap game. Mm-hmm. You ain't never seen the trap game? This how the trap game works. Then they're going to show you the videos, let you see them, and let them, oh my, this is the part. This is my favorite part. <laughs> then the guy's going to be talking. Going to piss you off at first, but then he going to, this is my favorite part right here. Watch this, watch this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This guy's great. This guy's great. High five. <laughs> Earl, high five. Earl. Earl. Yeah. Earl. And they said it's for their personal use and they'll never share it with anyone else. I cussed them both out. They said that if my husband and I had the nerve to have, they said that if my husband and I had the nerve to have sex all over their house, then they had no right to be upset or being filmed. She said it's their house, so they had the right to keep the videos. I asked our mutual friends and they agree that my husband and I should not be upset at all. This has ruined a lot of my friendships. Do you think the homeowners are wrong or are my husband and I to blame for this? What should we do? Please advise. First of all, Shirley said that they should have told you. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. They should have told you. Let me explain something to you. Get wild up in here. We got we got cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Now, if you want us to cut them off while you're in here, we will. But we films ourselves doing the wild thing. We don't want that. They should have told you, but they didn't. Now, they done filmed you. They got video. They on vacation watching y'all's ass. <laughs> That's the great You part. and your husband. You don't know it, but y'all's ass is porn uh-huh. stars. <laughs> right. I got you might work down at Coca-Cola or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I got yes. news for you. I got you might be the director of 15 Chick-fil-A's, and y'all ain't even open on Sunday. <laughs> right. That's how much y'all love the law. <laughs> right. But I got news for you, though. Y'all is porn stars. Now, Shirley says you can take it to court and sue for these tapes. And I'm telling you, you will lose because you have no case. It's spying, though, an invasion of privacy. You're in the middle of their home. You should have told you, though. No, 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 no. This is their home. They don't have to tell you nothing. These cameras are in the privacy of their home. I can promise you this ain't the case. I don't know. They don't have to tell them that they are being filmed. If you in their house, they can say them as security cameras. They the restaurant. They can easily say these are security cameras. They did not tell us that we they were gonna have sex all over our house. So we didn't think it was necessary to forewarn them. Well, we're married. How about and this we're right here? How about this right here? Whole month. Well, how about this did, right here? They, I forgot mm-hmm. to tell them that we had these cameras oh, okay. in the house. They could mm-hmm. say that. How about this right here? That's the slick one right there. But they what you're not going to do is be able to sue them for filming you in their house. Now, if they came to your house and set up cameras, mm-hmm. that's a lawsuit. But you ain't going to get nothing from them no how.
I just uh. so I don't think you have a lawsuit at all. I think you got to beg for them damn cameras back. I think, but I probably think what they're gonna have to do, you are gonna have to do a little tricky stuff to get them down. <laughs> I think so you got to get involved. They already think, did it. They got yeah, the, they got but it. I think you are gonna have to go on and do what they really want you to do. Wow. To get, get them tapes. Yeah, you are gonna have yeah. to come on and do something with it. We'll yeah. give you the tape, but we need yeah. a little action for it. Yeah. Eat before you get uh, here. What you do? They cannot take them to court. They'll lose if they go to court. I, I'm not a lawyer, uh-huh. and I'm the expert on, but exactly. I don't see how you can possibly win if you were filmed in someone else's home. But right. they asked I'll give you an example. At the Playboy match, uh-huh. Playboy, Hugh Hefner's yeah, Playboy match, yeah. every square inch of that place is filmed except mm-hmm. for one area. There ain't nothing you can do about it. It's, it's filmed. But you notice over all the years, all the stuff that went nothing. on up there, you ain't ever heard nothing. But does he tell the people that they're being filmed? Tell you a do damn they... thing. Well, how do you know? How do because you know? Because they told me, Steve, <laughs> everything up here okay. on film. Well, they tell some people. So he made me a tent. Uh-huh. We was on the radio station in LA. Yeah, I remember. He made me that tent uh-huh. in the back, said, this is for Steve, where he can have some privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, back, you know, a wild boy back then. I needed that. <laughs> No, but I'm saying they did tell you. What? That they were being filmed. and they No, didn't. they didn't tell me nothing. That's everybody went up there new. Everybody uh-huh. knows. They, they so, I, mean, I met Hugh Hafner that night. Ain't like he said, Steve, uh-huh. everything's filmed. Be careful. He said, I got you a private tent back there where you can have some private time. Okay, and you knew He what knew that how meant. to treat you. Yes. So, you know, but if you went down in that grotto inside that cave in that swimming pool, wasn't no cameras in there. Mm. I did. I went down in there. Mm. I went down in there. (laughs) I'm going to tell you one thing right now. What? You have to was one of the greatest. (laughs) You have to give it to him. Oh, my God. Let me tell you what. That that old boy right there. Play a persona. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get out of here. You can post your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and check out our Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, okay? Our Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You could hear today's letter. Uh, and coming up in 10 minutes, it is our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, from the talk, it is our girl. Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Steve Harvey. Yeah. Thank you, Steve Harvey. Still sitting in the chair. Still sitting in the chair. Yes. That's a good one. You hold that now. It's got to be at least a 10 or a D, yeah. D flat or something. <laughs> Well, that's it. Is he doing the doggone thing? Hey, you know, before I get started, I, I got to say something about the, uh, I think today is, is it today Nipsey Hussle home going? Yes. Is this yes. home going uh-huh. today? Yes. And, and and I want all the brothers and sisters talking about what we going to do now. We going to pick up that baton that, that Nipsey handed to us. He, he may not be on this earth no more, but he's in spirit. And I'm, I'm glad that the nation and all the community is coming together. And we're going to continue what he started. Don't trip. We're going to stop this thing out here, and we're going to love each other and continue what he started. Any brother that was buying up the block, making sure, giving people jobs, and making sure that they had food, because he was putting restaurants out there so you can get healthy food, don't let Nipsey life be in vain. We got to keep it going and, and let him know he loved him, because, you know, he was just one of the good ones. He was one of the good guys, and that's why we kind of sad that this happened. But we can stop this. He started it. We're going to keep it going. So I just want to say that, because everybody 
everybody all over the world loved this brother. And I wish he would have got his flowers while he was living so he could see how he's bringing people together. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say that for me, Cheryl Underwood, because he was a good brother. And when I saw the brother, he always said, you made me laugh. That's it. That was all I needed right there. So I'm just I'm just saying that. So uh, what y'all want to talk about? What y'all want to talk about? Girl, well, did you see Maxine what about, yeah, Max- the Liz. Congress, our Maxine. congresswoman. <laughs> you see Mnuchin try to fix his face when Maxine was lighting him up. Well, let me talk to the honorable congresswoman Maxine was yeah, lighting right. him up because he knew what the law was. Don't let me hit you in that. Can I say the A word? Say it. Can can I say it? Yeah. She pretty hands. much said, yeah. Can I say that, Thomas? I just said it, come on, say it. Good. Maxine was like, don't let me hit you in the ass with this subpoena, because I can. <laughs> I like when she be, and she she be like, don't tell me how to do my job. Right. When he was talking about bang the gravel. Shut up, man. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I'm just glad that we got somebody with the skill that can do it like Maxine Waters do it. Mm-hmm. And we got to keep her uh, strong to know that we got her back and we will not tolerate this type of disrespect. So we will meet you at the polls. We got to go there and then we got to go in and we got to vote and fill out your census form. See, we going to show right. them That's who right. we truly are and that you That's will not right, disrespect. Cheryl. Don't y'all got some of the footage? Because, see, they don't believe us, Carlos. They don't yeah. believe us when we talking about this stuff. So they will believe what they hear. This ain't fake news. He was disrespectful. Let, when they did okay, it to Cheryl, no white man. Let's when hear it. When they did it to no white man. This is let's our Congresswoman it. Maxine Waters. Let's hear it. Listen, listen to this. If you'd wish to keep me here so that I don't have my important meeting and continue to grill me, then we can do that. I will cancel my meeting and I will not be back here. I will be very clear if that's the way you'd like to have this relationship. Thank you. The gentleman, the secretary, has agreed to stay to hear all of the rest of the members. <laughs> okay, Please so just cancel your meeting. The... So is it possible you could give us another 15 minutes to get to no, these I, members? I have a foreign leader waiting in my office at 5.30, okay? I've agreed to stay longer. It, it will be embarrassing if I keep this person waiting for a long period of time. What I thought I originally heard was 5.30 rather than 5.15. I said you may leave anytime you want, and you said, okay. If that's what you want to do, I'll cancel my appointment and I'll stay here. So I'm responding to your request. That's right. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. Played it right back on. Played the tape right back on. This what Where you said. And this what I'm agreeing to. And oh, see, no. he's stupid. Talking about this is embarrassing. Right. The whole administration is embarrassing. That's what is embarrassing. All y'all need to resign up there. And I'm a Republican and I can say it. It's embarrassing to have y'all representing our country. That's what's happening. That's embarrassing. And she did the right thing by saying, oh, so you said you could stay. You said 530. Mm-hmm. I heard 530. You hear 530, Cheryl? I heard it, Cheryl. I heard 530. You know what else, Cheryl? I think that music, yes. it sounded like House of Cards. It did. Man, <laughs> did it? it did, didn't it? Yes, Man, it well, you know, Frank Underwood, you yes. know, I mean, you know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's talk about something fun real fast. Let's okay. talk about something fun. Can we blow up the theater with a bunch of people to go see Little? Because I just want to make this the yeah. number one yeah. movie. Can we make it yeah. the number one movie so that we can we have more movies out there? And it's mm-hmm. a, it looked like a fun movie, and mm-hmm. we just don't go to the theater like we should. You know, let's support. Are y'all going to see it? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I'm an Issa Rae fan, baby. 
and Regina yes. Hall and and yes. little Marseille Martin, the youngest executive producer, producer ever, ever. That's yeah. Right. yeah, I'm gonna need her to holler at us. So you know, we need to make some more Tommy. Come on now, me and you, Claudine. We can remake Claudine. You gonna be James Earl Jones? I'll be wrong. <laughs> Well, at least you didn't say you were going to be James Earl Jones for a change, No, I'm a little too dark to be James Earl Jones. <laughs> Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> but, but I did get that little part in The Lion King. You know, they got the... the <laughs> Which one? They got the, the <laughs> little... The little uh, what's the, is it a mandrill? What is it with the blue, oh, with the red you. nose? Do not and go the, there. Yeah. Rafiki. What? Rafiki. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm the star. I'm the star. They wouldn't even know that's little Simba if I didn't hold it up. And look how slim I look. <laughs> you stupid. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. All right, hey, Cheryl, Jim, we got to get out of here. Uh, it's thank time you. for me to go. Yeah, thank you, uh, Cheryl. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla. Oh, Shirley, wait. I know you closing, but tell everybody come see me at the Barclay okay. in New York City Friday. I need all them tickets to April Fool Comedy Show. I'm an actor fool, and I slipped and called somebody a name. And I'm gonna explain it at that show. I got jokes. I got jokes. So I'm sorry, Shirley. Go oh, ahead. That's Keep okay. If you do have jokes, go see Cheryl at the Barclay, everybody. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. 
So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> get ready, get ready. Buckle up and hold on tight. She is here. It is reality update with who? Carla Farrell. Nephew, thank you for my intro. All right, let's get going. Reality update, the reunion show, Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, yeah, Nene accused Portia of being a bad friend. They both accused one another of not supporting each other, went back and forth. Nene, well, Portia said that Nene didn't come to her baby gender reveal party. Nene said she was in Canada. (laughs) Portia. Canada. Nene is off the charts. I love (laughs) me some Nene. I don't know the name of your baby. I'm in Canada. Love her. Yeah, yeah. So Portia told Andy that Nene ain't been to none of her events. She actually actually said sugar honey iced tea. Mm. But anyway, Nene (laughs) said the same about Portia. They're not supportive of each other. So that was that. Then Candy and Jesus. Eva. Yes, yes, mm. Steve. Why Candy. do these women pretend to be friends? Um, well, this and, is not and how Portia was are. really Portia was really hurt by it too. Yeah. She yeah, I think she's done with trying to be mm-hmm. she said it was you too know, hard. Yeah, to friend. be Nini's friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. So moving on to Candy and Eva, they were th- Candy kind of felt that Eva, you know, was throwing shade earlier in the season to darker skinned women after there was a clip what? where Eva was talking about, uh, you know, Portia's friend, Shamia, mm-hmm. you remember her? Mm-hmm. And she said, Eva said that um, she was black, but not with a Q. And, you know, Candy was kind of offended by that, but Eva says she wasn't trying to offend darker skinned women, but Candy said, yeah, well, I'm a darker skinned woman, and I was offended by what you said, and I think the viewers thought that, too. I thought it, too, mm-hmm. when when she said it at the time, but, you know, Eva tried to fix it and kind of apologize if she offended anyone. But that's the thing about Eva. That's what they're saying. Even when you throw shade, whether you think it's cute shade or whether it's funny, it's still shade, but you never own it. Oh, you never okay. own. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's their issue that they're, I think, yep. that they're having with Nina, with uh, Eva. <laughs> <Say yep. laughs> Stay with me, Steve. Just trying All to right. participate. Yeah, Say I know. Yep. I know. Trying well, to be there, keep my voice on this show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. On your show. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll be interested in this part of the reunion show. Nene said that she felt that Cynthia's constant use of the hashtag chill, but Cynthia created it for her and Mark Hill. Mike. I'm sorry, Mike, uh-huh. Mike Hill. Yeah. And there's a love connection there. So there were some issues about that. Take a listen to this explanation with Nene wow. saying that Cynthia was insecure. Take a listen. I have a question. Why her posting all the pictures of her and uh, Mike? Mike. Makes why does that make her insecure? I did not say that her posting pictures about her and Mike make her insecure at all. They asked me about the hashtag chill. Chill. That's why does that make me insecure? That's how I feel about it. You but know, that's just why. Like, it just seems like it seems like it's overdone. Like it's an overkill. Overchill. Uh, <laughs> a girl can't have an opinion, honey. Okay. All right. Okay. But I have been the most supportive of Cynthia and Michael, despite what any yeah, of these girls are out here saying. Because that's my feeling. Can I? Can I just? Yes, you can. But can I just have an opinion if I want to? No, you can have an opinion, but as my friend. And you can, as your friend. Yes, as my friend. Really? Okay. Well, we were talking about that too. It's like a positive thing. It's like oh, it's great. It's amazing. I think it's amazing. I was asked the question. And I gave my opinion, friend. 
Over the word chill, Jeannie is not having it. She She's not having it. Well, I think, and then the issue is, you know, Nene, without saying it in that moment, she has some issues with Cynthia, mm-hmm. and she felt that Cynthia played her at the end of the season. So that's why she's that friend. That's why she's throwing all that out there because she feels like Cynthia played her and backstabbed her by inviting Kenya to the party that Cynthia's uh, party that she had for her cocktail drink, the uh, yep. big launch party. So that's that. <laughs> Whatever, Steve. <laughs> so the reunion, child, there it is, Steve. Child, the reunion will continue next Monday. It's oh, going to wow. get me up. Yeah, you know they're going to have three There's parts. More. Man. Yes, you know it's not over, and I am here for it. All right, so hit me up at Lips by Carla. Tell me if you're on Team Nene or Team Cynthia, and we'll move on. Now, Real Housewives of Atlanta, that was that. Let's go to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Ooh. Ooh. DVJ. Ooh. Stevie yeah. J, but he wasn't on this particular uh-uh. episode. Carly Red invited her Thank ex. <laughs> Listen to this, Steve. Carly Red, she invited her ex, Young Jock, to her engagement party. Now, her fiance, he was like, What's up with that? She's like, She's over her ex, so it should be cool. But Jock's new lady, she's a boss, man. She's doing big things. She's an attorney, and she wants to go to her man's ex party the engagement party and so he's not down with the drama so we'll see if they are going to attend the party now let me talk to you guys about this because i want to get steve's opinion on this okay scrap scrap de leon mm-hmm. now he was in prison he's de leon de leon uh-huh. he de was leon. uh in prison on house arrest his baby mama threw him a party and uh, Tierra, that's his baby mama, she didn't go see Scrap when he was locked up. Actually, she got married oh, and a whole yeah. bunch of other drama. And had a baby or something. Had a baby and everything. Yeah. But now she wants him back. And he's moved on. He's dating uh, Moniece, who was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Long story short, Tierra threw this party for him. He left the party when Moniece arrived outside. She texted him, told him to come out. She was mad that his ex threw this party. He leaves the party. He doesn't tell anybody he's gone. Then his baby mama comes back and asks him about it, and then she hits him Woo! in the face. I saw that. Yes. And she so security, yes, yeah, she she really went in and, and hit this guy. Security and the producers, they all jumped in the scene, and they stopped it because this guy is on parole, mm-hmm. and he's on house arrest. So he walked away. He walked upstairs. He doesn't want any trouble. He doesn't well, want to go back he, to jail. You know, he's on house arrest. He got Pretty a bracelet much. on. Pretty much. Oh, well, he, that's Pretty all much. he could do was go upstairs. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he doesn't want any He didn't drama. walk down to the stove. He doesn't want to mess up Mm-mm. his parole at upstairs, all. He doesn't downstairs, want to mess up his parole, any, any of that. And I just, I don't know, you know, all this drama with Tierra. you just, you know, you can't put your hands on nobody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that that was a little, little too much. Um, this show is just, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So hit me up at Lips by Carla. Let me know what you thought about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I'll tell you about Kim Kardashian wants to be an attorney. Yeah. And she's working on that. Yep. And we'll talk about all of that. Uh, Yeah. We'll be back at 20 after. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, here's a trending good news story for a change. This is some good news. Oprah Winfrey has donated $2 million to Puerto Rico. You know, um, Puerto Rico is still struggling to recover from Hurricane Maria. And Oprah says she was inspired by Hamilton Broadway star Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, because he's been doing work on the island. A million will go to the Hispanic Federation and another million will go to the Flamboyant Arts Fund. Oprah said in a statement that uh, she wanted to join in the revitalization efforts of an island so rich in culture, beauty, and heritage. Uh, The needs of Puerto Rico and our fellow American citizens following the tragic hurricanes are still very real. So there you go. That's why she did it. That was good. $2 million to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Wow. Uh, In other trending news, John Legend recently started uh, taking swimming lessons. Um, And it certainly looks like he's getting tips from an expert. Olympic gold medal winning swimmer Ryan Lochte, Steve, is Mm. teaching John uh, Legend how to swim. He shared a video of him swimming with him, captioning it, not a bad way to So John is learning how to swim? Uh Uh-huh, from Ryan Lochte, yeah. Yeah, and Ryan Lochte, we all know from the Olympics. You know, that's what I ought to do, man. I ought to learn how to swim. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be out on the water all the time. Mm -hmm. I'd fall in, it'd be hell, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you teach said you have good skills. You want me to teach you how to swim? No, no, not you. Too. I give you swimming lessons. No. I had you, you, I had you swimming in why, three why days. Wouldn't you, why no, wouldn't would. you let Tommy teach you? You know, I want to I have somebody with the same length of arms. <laughs> Just in case. You know, oh. He swim man. real fast. I'd have seen him swim. It looked like he's ass. He's getting it. <laughs> he looked, <laughs> you swim. Tommy looked just like a little bitty baby turtle that finally come out the sand <laughs> and just be scampering his ass over to that water, uh-huh. trying to get to that water for them hawks eat his ass. That's how Tommy looked when he swam. I need somebody with some long swim. ass arms. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you taught your son how to swim, right, Tommy? Yeah. Well, hell, I taught women how to swim. Uh-huh. I taught Sheridan. I know enough how to, you know, stay up for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. Ain't got long, though. Yeah, you should do that. That would be something fun to learn. Do you get in the I'm pool? I'm scared to scuba dive. I've never I've been do in that. the pool a couple of times. My bodyguard did some exercise in it. Mm-hmm. Put these 25 pound weights in my hand and walked the length of the pool underwater. Oh. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, that's a yeah. yeah. That's a workout. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Good exercise. Yeah, your heart rate be a lot higher for no reason just mm-hmm. from holding your damn breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, in other trending news, uh, the question is now becoming is the tide of public opinion turning in favor of Michael Jackson? It appears that uh, HBO has stopped airing uh, Leaving Never- Neverland. That's a controversial documentary um, about Michael Jackson. Um, that coincides with more doubt being cast on the testimony of alleged child abuse victims Wade Robeson and James Safechuck. Uh, today, Britain's son tabloid published a photo proving that the train station where Safechuck claimed he was abused in 1993 was not yet built. There are also inconsistencies mm. involving the ranch and amusement parks, bumper bumper cars, and roller coaster. Uh, Oprah is one of the ones who uh, appears to be changing her stance on the ac- accusations. She's pulled the interviews she did with uh, Wade Robeson and uh, James Sh- Safechuck that have been uh, posted on her YouTube channel. Hey, listen. Mm. I uh, am against abuse of children in any way. Grown folks, women, all of that. And I didn't see it because I've always wondered why now after his death and his inability to defend himself or retract or, or, or you know, to contradict any statements. Now, that don't mean it's false. 
But it don't mean it's true either, though. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The intersection where Nipsey Hussle opened his marathon clothing store will be named after him. South Los Angeles City Councilman Marquise Harris Dawson announced that the intersection of Crenshaw Boulevard and West Slauson Avenue will be renamed uh, Ermias Nipsey Hussle Ashadam Square. Uh, Mr. Harris Dawson said Ermias Ashadam, known as Nipsey Hussle, was an icon and West Coast hero. Nipsey's genuine nature allowed him to be a light to everyone he interacted with, from family, friends, fans, and his larger community. Nipsey will always be remembered for delivering a pure, authentic Los Angeles sound, his numerous philanthropic uh, philanthropic efforts, uh, his innovative community-focused business mindset, and his humble heart. Wow. Nice. That's big. That's, That's big. Outstanding. Yeah, and that happened That's very quickly, That's huh? That's great. Really you know quickly, what? And yeah. I'm just going to really have to be really honest. I did not really, really get the gravity and understand the magnitude of what this young man had accomplished and done. Nice. I just oh, didn't yeah. because no. I, did, I didn't know him personally. Neither did you I, know, Steve. But a lot just, of people didn't know, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah, I didn't know. It came out, you know, uh, what he was doing in the community. That's why it was so heartfelt after... You know, people yeah. started talking about what he was doing and people started realizing what right. this man contributed to the community. Then that's when everyone was like, wow, well, let me take another look and see who he really right. was. He was really yeah. good. So you're he not was alone really in that, something. Steve. A yeah. lot of people just did not know. They didn't know. No, he's powerful, man. And yeah. I didn't, I was just listening to, when I did D.O. Hughley's show, I was listening to his daughter do this thing that she calls Millennial Moment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was talking about his music. And what he was saying. Right. And I just didn't know, you know. And I, I was just... listening to my son talk about it. Mm-hmm. And his mm-hmm. best friends, you know, he's 27, 26 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I didn't know this cat was that, man. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the principle of, of some uh, butt walking up to a man and taking his life away. And not even understanding what you've done. Yeah. What you've done. And over what? Mm-hmm. See, over Jesus. what, man? Yeah. Do you understand the magnitude that you've done and over what, man? And that's why, uh, you know, not to change it, but that's why this mentoring program is so important because we've got to get young men, got to get them mentally tracking right mm-hmm. so that they can start thinking of life beyond today mm-hmm. and start realizing that mistakes you mistakes and, and, and things that you today can have a profound effect on life for yourself and as well as others. Yeah. You can't yeah. just live in the moment all the time. Right. There's a future right. to this thing. Now, this yeah. young man that killed his brother, whoa, man. Who he, had children and family and man. a, a mm. fiancé. I mean, just but you know, a even, whole even, community. You yes. know what? Yeah. And, on, and besides that, did he ever think for one minute what was going to happen to himself That's what I keep saying. after he did this. Right. Yeah. You could not have thought this out at mm-hmm. all because if you would have known, if you would have thought this out for just a brief moment, mm-hmm. we got to start thinking, man. Yeah. 
All right, we'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Thursday. Um, Take us home with some closing remarks. Uh, You know, somebody sent me something um, a while back. You know, I I, I keep stuff that people send me uh, because... um, a lot of people send me things when I know I'm going through something. Uh, a lot of people send me stuff when uh, just to say, hey, Steve, if you're out there talking, man, here's a thought for you. And uh, one of the things that I've learned in my life is that all of us are going to be tested. We're going to be tested and tried throughout our life. Uh, it's these tests that are presented to us that allows us an opportunity to grow. Every test that comes your way is an opportunity for you to gain some valuable knowledge from it. And so throughout life, you will always be tested. Everything that happens to you is not just because the devil is busy. Some things happen to you because God has to present certain things for you in order for you to learn how to deal with it, which better prepares you for what you ask for later in life, or to prepare you for what God is going to present to you later in life. So when you're going through hardships, you gotta understand that these hardships are preparing you for the future. And like I've been saying a lot over the past few weeks, if you think about all your hardships and your tough days and your rough days, your actual record for surviving bad days all the way up until this point y'all is 100 percent and that's a pretty good track record now in this test that god is going to present to you somebody sent this to me on a plaque and it said that life has many ways of testing a person's will i want you to hear me clearly it says life has many ways of testing of testing a person's will either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen all at once. Do you know how true of a statement that is? You get tested by, first of all, a person's will get tested by either having nothing happen at all. You know how hard it is, man, when you ain't got nothing going on. Do you know how hard it is, man, when you can't get nothing popping? You know how difficult life can be, man, when you just can't seem to get it right? Do you know the difficulties you face, man, where ain't nothing clicking on none of the cylinders, man? Ain't nothing happening at all? That's a test, man. That's a real hard test, man. That's when you sitting up there, man, going, Lord, Heavenly Father. And now it's preparing you and conditioning you to get closer to God. Because I'm telling you, man, you can't make it in this world without God. Now, you can keep on trying this way if you want to, but I got news for you. You you can lock in on this one. This is a fact. You can't make it through this life without no God. You can't do it. You cannot do it. It's too difficult. And one of the tests to get you to draw closer to him is sometimes a person's will is tested by having nothing happen at all. But here's the other way you get tested. How about this one? or by having everything happen all at once. How many times that didn't happen, man? 
when it just felt like, man, it's raining cats and dogs on you. It's almost like, man, you can't catch a break. See, a minute ago, you couldn't catch a break to get something happen, and now all of a sudden it looked like you can't stop this thing from happening. It's just snowballing on you, man. That's a test. You know what? God is wanting you to get close to him, too, so he can take some of that weight up off you. So you can take your troubles to him and tie it to him so he can prove to you that you ain't in this thing by yourself. See, you ain't in life by yourself when ain't you ain't got nothing happening and you ain't got and you ain't by yourself in life when you got everything happening. You need God, man. I kid you not. And you know how I know what I'm talking about? Because you're looking at a man who tried it without it. And I knew better. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. I knew better than to turn away and try it my way. But I did it for years. And I made, you know what I mean? I made a mess out of myself. I, I was turning myself into a big old glob of nothing. But he got my undivided attention one day. When I was at a real low point. On one of them days where I thought I'm going to rise no more. On one of them days where I thought, man, I done had enough of this. I ain't never thought about killing myself. I ain't never thought about checking out. The thought has never crossed my mind. But I'm just talking about, I just had some days, man, where it just felt like, man, this is it right here. I can't do no more of this here. When I was living in that car, I had some days, man, where I just said, man, I can't do this no more. I'm going to go home. Man. I'm going to go home with my mom and daddy, man, just see if I can stay there till I find a job. I almost did that. Because you know what? Wasn't nothing happening at all. I couldn't get nothing clicking. And right about then, man, I just asked God, I said, man, can you just show me a sign that it's going to be all right? Next thing I know, I called the answer machine in my mama's house, and it was a message. And it was a guy named Chuck, Chuck Sutton at Showtime at the Apollo. Next thing you know, man, next thing you know, that weekend, I was on TV for the very first time. And do you know something? That I've been on TV ever since that. But it was real dark for me for a minute. But he always comes. Life got a lot of ways of testing people. Either by having nothing happen at all or by having everything happen all at once. But either way, it's a test you can pass. You've done all the rest of it. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, 
a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.